everyone to the TZR Podcast, episode 35. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hey! Mike Potts. I, I don't have a catchphrase prepared for catchphrase. this week. Alex Shock. <laughs> I got a new mic. And Ben Rickaby. How's it going? It's going good, man. Ben still sounds better than you. Oh, and Justin Skirbo. And Justin Skirbo, <laughs> um, The ever-present Justin Skirbo. Yeah, man. Because if he didn't do it, then we wouldn't have a podcast. Because <laughs> I gotta keep all my balance and stuff. I, I like I like all the setups and whatnot. That's why I got all these fancy mics. Chow and Potts are actually joining us live on the cool mic setup. So if they sound extra awesome, that's why. <laughs> Guys, there hasn't been much news again. You know, summer lull or whatever. So we've only got a couple of topics. Wow. We are gonna chat with you guys about RTX. Chow Ben and Alex were all at RTX last week. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Though. It was fun. I mean, but it really started, not what I was expecting. <laughs> it started. It started kind of disappointing. I feel like we all had like an expectation of like this, which nobody can see what I'm doing because I'm not doing anything. But then also, what ended up happening was we ended up just receiving that. You know what I mean? It's like we came in thinking that it was going to be like much bigger, packs. more games. Yeah, pretty much packed. More games. You know, their tagline is "games meet, where games meet the internet." All yeah. I met was the internet. There wasn't really any games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my... It was all the internet. So I missed out on PAX with you guys, but from from my impression of what it is, no, it seems like it's... East. Or, or, I'm sorry, uh, RTX. I'm oh, not yeah. kind of RTX, but it seems to be very, like, community-focused. Well, like, so, specifically, yeah, obviously, it was. the Rooster Teeth Very much so. I feel like it was directed more towards the community meeting the Rooster Teeth family, you know? Mm. It wasn't, like, I mean autographs aside and stuff like that but all the panels was pretty much like whether it be meeting up with the the animators or the content curators or you know even the sales and marketing team of rooster teeth that's what it ended up being you know i can't even imagine what they could like what kind of well, content so the, they could push out for that long great question slash not a question in the comment but i'm <laughs> gonna make it a that question. was the the transition was more like or a- less what ended up happening was like we started talking to the press uh well the press that was there on the first day and their main questions were like oh who are you interviewing? Who are you interviewing, right? And at any other convention, you would expect that to be like, you know, what games are you going to be looking at, or like what, you know, what studio, what developer, who are you interviewing? In that case, in this mm-hmm. case, it was more like, what YouTube personality or what what Rooster Teeth person are you going to be uh, are you going to be meeting? Like, who are you going to get on camera? Everyone there had film equipment. It's pretty much, I'm assuming for you know youtube purposes like creating like, yeah exactly creating that stuff. kind of content there wasn't much i didn't really see and i'm sure there were some people but i didn't really see anybody writing yeah. anything alex ben did you did you guys see or get that no. feeling and no, we they... should probably preface this that you missed the email that where we were supposed to set up all those interviews you know what <laughs> let's cut that out of the podcast <laughs> hey it's all a learning experience you know what i mean i so, mean yeah i did miss that but it's but i'm still like curious like so is it just them talking about hey i'm um, xyz youtuber and i i do videos on well, blank like i'd imagine most people already know that so like what are they actually talking about yeah the... well i asked that i asked that question i was like what are what are the questions you're asking these people um there's a new there's a new person like i think fronting the streaming section who is actually the daughter of uh who is it alex do you remember lavar burton lavar burton yes the daughter reading of, rainbow and reading star she, trek. she works in uh, she works with the community with rooster teeth so they were going through a few of the questions with me on that front and it was very much more like okay so now that you're working for rooster teeth you're getting a lot of backlash um from working in you know like the community gives i feel like the community is very much like a like a family right so anybody new entering into the rooster teeth family needs to go through this like weird 
hazing kind of thing with the community until they're accepted into the community with Rooster Weird. Teeth. Yeah, that's how that works. And you know what? Honestly, like, in a way, I kind of that's kind of endearing, you know? But uh, when I was, like, talking to them about the questioning on, like, what they were going through, it's like, apparently she's going through a lot of these uh, these issues online with the community kind of being, like, you know, against her. So a lot of questions are in that kind of, like, realm, which is, like, how are you adjusting? Like, what are the new pieces of content? Where, now that you have this position, what are you going to be doing for Rooster Teeth? What's your plans? Um, how are you dealing with the community? And, like, how are you expecting to, like, overcome that just that seems kind of so strange. Like It's a little different. Yeah, it's a yeah. little different. But because I feel like the people who are looking for that kind of content – they're in it to learn more about Rooster Teeth. It's like the peripherals around Rooster Teeth and, like, I guess that family that's working with them. Yeah. Like, kind of funny games. I was taking a pee next to freaking um, Greg Miller. Oh, Greg <laughs> and then when I was washing my hands, I was like, holy shit, Greg Miller, what's up? And he was like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? He's really tall, right? He's really tall. He also has no chin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, so, like, Greg Miller was stopping in the press room once in a while, um, I, so people told me. But, um... From what I got, and I'm not sure, Alex, Ben, you can also probably comment on this too. It was more about like the interviewing of those like personalities, right? That was mm. that's what I got at least. Um, yeah, it was yeah. really just getting to know like the community and like they all only all get together like once a year, so it's it's just this kind of mass. I don't know, everyone just talking to everyone else, just trying to get I don't know, trying to get a story. Yeah. So so what did you guys like most about it? I mean, what would you say is like the highlight from the I mean, me personally was meeting the other press guys. Like, we actually had a, a great time with a lot of those people in the press room, mm -hmm. and we got anybody to meet, you want to shout out? Uh, Trey, I don't remember his last name from Twin Stick Radio. Oh, uh, Trey, Twin Stick Radio. They have a great podcast. My, I even told him, I was like, "You're my favorite guy." Here this <laughs> RTX man. You're my favorite person. I love you, man. He was great. He was awesome. Awesome. Um, there were some people who were a little bit more abrasive, but it wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't bad. Uh, I would say. I mean, oh, go on, Alex. Yeah. I was going to say, the, the guys from uh, Glitch Feed, uh, oh, yeah. very welcoming. Very welcoming. They, and, they were uh, very helpful. And then the third one, uh, the Reset guys. Uh, crap, what was, what was their site called? Um, there was uh, Constantly Collaborating. Or Constantly... Yeah, that was it. Constantly yeah. Calibrating. Yeah. Calibrating. 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 Oh, Calibrating. My bad. I was like, I read that business card <laughs> wrong. But... Um, no, I will say that as far as like a business standpoint, there is definitely a market here because like I met two people actually on my ride down there and on my ride back up here mm -hmm. where they said, no, this is the only convention that I ever go to. Like I really? love, yeah. And I'm like, well, you live. Like, Wait, but, one... but they're in games press? No, 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 no. These are like, these are like fans. Just the people. Oh, just, yeah, just fans. The people. Okay. These are not okay. the press. These are like, yeah. Yeah. So that's. It, this is really just a super fan convention. Well, I guess because yeah. mm. Well, it's like they don't. They love the Rooster Teeth guys and they love the personalities, but they also love like it's like they love each other. They love the community that they're yeah. in. Yeah. So, yeah. Bernie like fostered this whole thing, but they really like the kind of yes, yeah, that, uh, that's awesome. You know, the village, the village that they built. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of like a high school reunion. Just you actually like everybody you went to school with. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, cool. that's a good analogy. You know, and Rooster Teeth has such these days has such a diverse like amount of content. Like they they have their hand in so many different like genres and gaming and like drama now. Oh yeah, these weird oh, comedy things. The, I feel like anime. most people are like anime. Most standalone sites of the last you know couple you know months or years have been like all eaten up by Rooster Teeth. They're being really oh, yeah. aggressive. Oh, taking oh, yeah. Well, yeah, companies. not not to mention yeah, not to mention the other sites that they're they're grabbing along the way, but they attract so many different types of people that I think everyone's just finding a home under this Rooster yeah. Teeth umbrella. It's it's actually yeah. quite 
it's quite magical, guys. I'm not. I mean, when I think about it, though, <clears throat> I felt, I felt like this convention was definitely much more like, <laughs> I don't know, anime-ish convention. Not necessarily because it wasn't all about video games, but because I feel like the crowd was much more like, like they were there to like, I don't know, like they're just like unify like, and run experience one thing. it. Yeah, there were a lot more cosplayers here, like percentage-wise, than like a PAX. Yeah, or. I mean, it's like I guess it's sort of like you know, there were a lot of, has there the were, most, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's yeah, there really were definitely cool. a lot I mean, of guys. So we've gone to a pretty like vast array of conventions now, so it's it's cool to see something that's a little bit different that offers something different to the community. You know, I'm actually proud to say that I think TZR has now made it, especially since this year. After well, we've already been there to every major to convention. pretty much every major convention as press. Yeah, in the U.S. Except yeah, Good I was going to say guys. except TGS, but fuck that. <laughs> No, no, no. Shut in, up, in, the US. in the U.S. In the U.S. In the U.S. I'm not. I'm not saying anything about TGS or Gamescom, which are on the hit list. Yeah, next. I mean, what's in there? GDC, Comic Con, PAX East, PAX West. Um, PAX South isn't really a thing. Apparently, it's still really small, but it's growing. Yeah, RTX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty much all the major E3. Yeah, <laughs> E3. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that, that little one. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty much all the major ones. I mean, I know that there's a bunch of little, uh, in, like independent conventions and stuff. I mean, even even just like Mike. smaller gatherings, like SGDQ is happening right now. I'd love to go to in. Oh my a god, GDQ yeah, event. games done quick. Yeah, that'd be blast. That'd be super fun to go to one of those. And we did go to mm-hmm. SGC. Although that's sort so of many like acronyms that, that's, around right now. Isn't SGC <laughs> just like a derivative of RTX now? It was separated, but the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was like two blocks down. Yeah, but it was its own thing. Okay, but it wasn't yeah. its own thing. It was like um, a giant convention. They, room. they had better arcades there. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> they were more definitely more video game focused. That's cool. uh, like older classic video games. We played a ton of Melee. Sorry, Ben. That's awesome. Um, we, we literally... We're just like, Ben, we need an hour. Like, <laughs> we saw that there no, was, was Melee fine. there. I wouldn't play Hydro Thunder. We saw yeah. that there was Melee there, and we looked at Ben. And we were just like, we're just going to play just a, like a few games. Just did you see any of the ScrewTech guys there? And, uh, yeah, yeah. We actually sat down to yeah. a live death battle. Oh, nice. Like, they did Mewtwo versus Shadow. And, Mewtwo, spoiler obviously. alert, yeah. But uh, it was it was, a, it was cool. Actually, seeing, like, those guys that you listen to for so long and then see them live, that was cool. And in which, that point, I kind of understood what people must be going through when they see... Rooster Teeth's podcast live. I mean, I'm sure if I actually went to mm-hmm. that, Alex, I mean, you and I would probably be the same. We would probably be in that same, like, headspace where we're like, oh. Yeah. Well, was that's, that's, that's why it, it was, was completely different for me, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was excited like, because for... Because Rooster Teeth, I don't know a whole lot about other than Red versus Blue. How, yeah. did you, how did you put it to us? You were like, it's like going to a jazz festival, but not like jazz. When I'm jazz. a metalhead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not liking jazz. See, I don't get it, but I like the fandom. See, that's why was I was excited cool for how excited people are for Chow and Alex to go, because I know that you guys it, have like a yeah. history with RTX, or, or with Rooster Teeth. Like, you know, you've been I mean, fans of them for a while. I think what's the interesting thing, and I'm sure this is what a lot of the, the community, I mean, I'm part of the community too, but you go there and you see these people that you're so used to seeing in these kind of scripted environments, or you just kind of hear them online and you know it's edited or whatever but just seeing this kind of like live experience and yeah like i know and you feel like you know them yeah. and it's just kind of off the cuff and they're just real people and they're cool i know pots had a few um, moments like that at uh pax east <laughs> when you saw the oh, creatures and stuff yeah we're just like oh my god it's people it's it's like people that i i watch like every day this is really weird to see it them is, in like real life isn't it though yeah like yeah like uh jack from uh oh yeah from Rooster we Jesus. sat down at he a- was wa- Sorry, go on. Oh yeah, he sat. He sorry, yeah, he sat down. I, but I saw him on the show floor, and he was just like walking around. And I was like, "Hey, man!" And he was like, "Fuck you!" 
that did, that didn't happen. He didn't say <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but they were just like really cool. They're just like really cool guys. They are. They are. It was actually kind of weird because uh, we sat down to an extra life. Well, it was Rooster Teeth and Charity, or Rooster Teeth, Charity, and you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was because you know I knew. Well, I met that guy from E3 who is the founder and like managing director of Rooster Teeth. Um, you mean of Extra I mean, Life? I mean, of Extra Life, Jeremy. Yeah. Something, last name, can't remember. But he was a really <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, and uh, I've been trying to email him this entire time, but he, he's he been out, he's been, like, basically on business for the past two weeks, hasn't even seen his kids or been at home. <laughs> I think he had, like, maybe 40 hours, he told me. But uh, more or less, so he, What a complainer. What a complainer. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, he, he looked pretty frazzled. Yeah. But no, <laughs> we sat home. down at the, uh, at the booth and... I'm not the booth at this panel, and uh, the general like it was it was it was kind of interesting. It was a little eye opening. The audience and the panel. The panel was him, Jack, and Jack's wife, who is very pretty, and I had no idea worked for Rooster Teeth as well. She's very pretty, yeah. Kind of crazy, and also Jack. I mean, like he's a he's a good looking guy, I guess. <laughs> but like, good job. He's Jack. definitely lost some weight since uh, since I saw him yeah, too, like, like, couple, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, but like at that point, I did actually, I did definitely feel that there was like a there was like a <clears throat> I don't know what, synergy because <laughs> you'd call the word I don't know between like the audience and and the people. Oh on the yeah, crowd. there was definitely a back and forth. It wasn't just yeah. him oh, yeah. talking to the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, yeah, he was yeah. Go ahead. No, it was it was really good. I going back to the whole video games thing though. Unfortunately. Um, well, like the first booth that we went to was uh, what is it? Gigantic Games was it? And, super Giant. Super Giant. My bad. My bad. I'm getting uh, uh, Gigantic mixed up with Super Giant. But anyway, and uh, we were going to watch and play Pyre, and uh, as we're sitting there and talking to this guy or waiting in line, he was like, "Oh no! If you're at Pax East, this is pretty much the demo." Oh, huh. and we had the same yeah. the same shirts too. The booth was a little smaller though, and we were I like, really enjoyed Pyre when we got a chance. Pyre to play. was awesome. That was super fun. Yeah. Like Skirbo, you know how. At PAX, we were like, we were walking around, and the media was super excited to talk to us, and they like couldn't wait to get up, get us in their booth. Oh yeah, and like just everyone was really excited about the game that they had behind them. Totally. Um, this was just totally not like that. Like they were just like, here's different. the game. They're just like, here it is. Bye. Although, yeah. Here, here's the five person line. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, feel free to hop in yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just the the excitement level for the for the video games. I mean, they it also wasn't like a new. They weren't showing off any new information, so it was just. The same thing. There's not a lot to get excited about for yeah. a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm more attracted to the the actual like playing of games and stuff. Like I I think the community thing's awesome, and I think it's great that there's basically this haven for people that want to see you know these people that they look up to and they've created these sort of digital friendships with, even vicariously so just like watching them or what have you. Um, yeah. But I think my my main interest will always fall with the bigger you know game centric conventions. There were, were oh, and that was the adjustment for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I remember talking to Chow on the first day, and it seemed like the through text the, the expectations were had to shift pretty rapidly. Um, I, yeah, he was weeping in a corner. It was it oh, had to pick him up. Yeah. There's a bit. But I heard you guys got some solid barbecue. Uh, you want to know about that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I will, Someone tell the story. I will. I will tell you. I will tell you the story of so basically the first day was a little uh, a little um, I don't know eccentric I don't know if that's the word disappointing <laughs> in a way it was an adjustment it was an adjustment the whole trip was just a, an adventure in getting stranded places it pretty much pretty much the first day the first night we ended up going like all right well you know what we're done with RTX we have no more appointments you know what let's go let's go and get some actual Texas barbecue like yeah, we're here awesome. we got to get the Texas dude that's what I would have done like fresh off the plane I mean like... <laughs> uh, let me tell you the barbecue was fantastic we went to this place. 
Thanks to uh, Alex's roommates. Uh, well, remember, suggestion. we didn't. Remember, there's no Uber or Lyft. Oh yeah, in Austin, didn't, Texas. Didn't what? know that. So Excuse apparently, me? wow. Okay, let's back it up a little bit further, right? <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, so, back it up, back it up, backing it up. Yeah. So basically, Uber and Lyft. I feel like Lyft is like the younger brother of Uber and just follows Uber wherever Uber goes. But essentially, Uber was trying to get into Austin, right? But what ended up happening? No, they were they were there, right? No, no, they were no, there. They right? got kicked out of Austin. That's what yeah. I'm telling the right. story. Right. <laughs> they were in. Austin. Well, tell it better. And they wanted they uh, there was like some security issues where they needed to get all the uh, drivers' fingerprints, right? And so Uber was like, "Okay, Austin, do it." And then Austin was like, "We ain't doing it. You do it." And then Uber was like, "Fuck you, I'm out." So they peaced out, and then Lyft was like, well, "And Lyft was like, yeah, yeah." Lyft was like, "I'll follow Uber." And so then Lyft ended up leaving. So we were like, "All right." So we got down there, and we were like, "What the fuck is this?" And we saw this like crude printed out piece of paper at our really really kind of ghetto shitty hotel you know yeah very very shitty yeah ben, it ended up being okay ben, uh, we added extra pillows to the floor and ben just slept there. they had never heard of the word yeah. cot apparently <laughs> yeah okay. yeah i got to sleep on the floor the whole yeah, weekend what hotel it doesn't have a cot anyway yeah, it's very bizarre anyway yeah i mean you coming from the hospitality industry yeah you know, did get a free go. hdmi cable we did i still have that in my bag anyway moving on so we saw that there was a thing for fasten which is another app we ended up downloading i think a total of like each of us like three different cab apps i mean have, have, have you have you not thought ben, about just like asking not, for not ben i mean did you think about just calling like a yellow cab or a car service yellow like, cab wait, oh, wait wait yeah, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Let's, get, let's get to this let's get to all this. right so yeah. yeah all right so actually from from the airport now, you know what? I'm not even going to tell the board. I'm just going to go directly to this. We were like, okay, so we got a fasten. We are like, all right, we have this place called Salt Lick. Let's go there. Apparently, it's really well known, and it's, like, delicious. It's been on TV and stuff, so it's famous. Been on TV. Anyway, so we ended up going down to this Salt Lick place. The, we're literally in the car for 30 minutes. We drive out of the city. Texas is really widespread. There's tons of land, tons of land. And the guy's telling us, like, oh, the mayor's actually going to California and asking people to come here or companies to come here because, you know, they'll give them, like, tax write-offs and they'll, you know, the, the real estate's super cheap. And then I started playing with the idea of maybe we should relocate to Texas. Not anymore. Not mm-hmm. anymore, guys. No. Until Uber and Lyft is back there. Not anymore. Anyway, um, and then we ended up getting well, to this place. you don't have to move to Austin. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's true. But anyway, we ended up getting there. And... He drives into a vineyard, which then leads into a, a ranch, and you hear the live music, and it looks really nice, and it's like, it's super Texan, you know? Yeah. It yeah. feels It's like exactly the Texan. picture you have yeah, in your exactly. mind. Yeah, okay. exactly. I, I went out- Country music, flies, and barbecue. They said, yeah, they said, yeah, pretty much flies. They said uh, you would have to bring your own beer, it was BYOB, but then when we get there, we found out that they also own this thing called the Salt Lake, like, uh, cellar, or whatever. Cellar, And yeah. it- sells alcohol so you just have to make a walk down this really pretty path to the cellar to buy beer we bought a bucket of beer six of them 14 bucks nice 14 bucks i got brisket we had a bunch of the food was fantastic the music was great and then after what we were totally satisfied totally satisfied yeah (laughs) ready to go home an hour hour later by this time it's what like you'd say like seven yeah yeah seven o'clock we were like all right time to go home right pull out our phone we're like oh shit so Fasten doesn't come out all the way out here because it's past that, that boundary of Austin. And then we start hitting up. We downloaded all these other apps. They're all saying the exact same thing. I start calling. Well, that's like there, there were like, you know, on uh, it's the same as Uber where you can see the cars in the vicinity. Uh, yeah. OK, but none of them were within like 45 minutes. So none of them were accepting. I, I'm pretty sure they could see. I know they could see my call for <laughs> help. Requests. OK, so hang, yeah. hang on. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. But how did you get there in the first place? 
The fashion. We, we, okay. The, yeah. So why would they come back? They, 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 they will. They will take back. you. They will take you out of the city, but no one's gonna come out there to get you. Yeah. Uh, what ended up yeah, being that was the problem. <laughs> two hours later, I'm calling cab services. I'm calling cab service. Oh, you even called a limo service. I did call a limo service, where even that <laughs> limo service said that it would be around $250 to come out and get us and bring us back, but they wouldn't even be able to, if they could, if we were part of the same district. So, they, they and it was getting, yeah, They wouldn't sorry. even be able to come out till like a 1030, and at this point it's like 9, right? It is getting dark. So, yeah. so did you just decide to kind just of, chill there? Like, well, so actually, starting at, to freak out. At this point, Ben's like, you know, if we're going to walk back to us, then we should start now. It's like, Ben? <laughs> We're not fucking walking. I, there was actually How many miles point, are you talking about? It, if it was a 30-minute drive on a freeway. Oh, so that's like that's Long. like four or five days of walking. <laughs> it's, a, it's also like 95, 100 degrees and humid. Yeah, oh, fuck so that. Not. Nothing about what you're saying is, is exciting so, to me at all. So, we were all wearing jeans, yeah. too. So that's when yeah. you start talking to other people eating there, like, hey, you guys heading the back waitress. to the city? Great, great point perfect segue into this next point the waitress was even like guys she was really southern hospitality gentlemen this is a real thing this is the thing she was like i'm actually i'll probably be getting off around like 11 if you guys are still here i mean i'll totally drive you back to austin we were like oh my god that's super nice of you but i don't want to i don't i don't want to wait till that so that was like okay at least we know that we'll get home you've got you've got a safety net right not ideal one but a safety net right and then eventually and it didn't help that she lived the other way she didn't live in austin so we we really didn't want her driving into austin long story short what ended up happening was that alex figured out that there is uh that lyft and uber worked outside of austin so we checked uber no cars ever anywhere we checked lyft there's one driver on duty and, and she was like she was already like 40 minutes away from us and she was like i have to drop someone off i'm really far away you sure you want me to come get you and I was like, yes, please help us. Oh, God, help basically, us. the ride home was 30 minutes of us thanking her. Like, oh, my gosh. Constantly. That's hilarious. And, she dro- and to drop off that other person, she actually ended up driving, like, another 20 minutes in the wrong direction and then drove, like, half an hour, 40 minutes back to us. Yeah. Uh, I guess that was Southern us. hospitality at work, you know? And then, okay, yeah, so gave her, yeah, this yeah. last part was this last part was really this was the next night. And it literally ended pretty much the same way, except for we this time stuck in the city and still couldn't get a fucking ride. Wow! Why is middle it? of middle of Austin? Middle of yeah. fucking Austin. We had a great time, by the way. We were hanging out with uh, Gamer. What is it? Uh, Gamer Assault Weekly. Um, uh, Vanessa. Yeah. Who's also uh, the founder of um, well, founder of Gamers Assault Weekly, and also works at Stride PR with cool. Rob. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, she was really awesome, and we had a blast. We met some people at the line. We went to a Twitch party, um, which was yes. Yeah, shout out, shout out to our our, our new friends, uh, <laughs> Dylan and Dylan and other Ben. Other Ben, yeah, yeah. Other ben. cool, cool guys, <laughs> cool guys. And Ben's wife, who I forgot the name of. Anyway, oh, and Ben's uh, Lindsay. I think it was Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yes. it ended up with so weirdly we're enough, really I was like drunk names. on the side of the street, and uh, we were. I was like, just, we were we were all pretty drunk. Yeah, and we're just I'm sitting on a bench. <laughs> well, you guys Alex were. Alex is like scrolling through his phone. And somebody just randomly comes up to me and like takes a picture with me. Yeah, well, that he's like funny. Just <laughs> like he's like lying on the bench, like drooling, super, and this girl just comes up and oh, so like so you were him. you were the joke of the picture. I guess <laughs> so. I didn't me. think yes. wow. she's coming from behind. What what what, what was even better was he goes oh yeah and he like poses for the picture and then literally twenty minutes later he goes 
Did some girl just take her picture with me? I'm like, yeah, dude, you're like all into it. That's awesome. What the really hell? Drunk. Wow. Really drunk. So, so nice. it sounds like even though RTX might not have met your expectations, like in the convention, you guys left with some pretty cool stories. True. We yeah, did. Yeah. We, we met some weird people. Okay. Uh, we met a lot of awesome people. I, yeah, we we actually met the main PR guy from Ubisoft. Cool. He was on vacation. Really awesome so that wasn't the weird guy. Though. He was cool. No, no, no. He wasn't the weird guy. But that was awesome meeting the guy from Ubisoft. And I will say, cool, out of all biggest this, donut I've ever seen in my life. I will say though, out of all of it, I did get something game related out of it, which was Livelock. Which yeah. Pots keeps thinking is livestock, but <laughs> it's Livelock. <laughs> yeah. uh, or or is it Livelock? I, I like live lock sounds. I think live lock will right. never. But it's know. made by this studio called Two uh, Q Gaming, or is it Tuke Gaming? I can't Whatever. Tell. Anyway, Talk. long story short, I'm, I'm coming out with an article about it tomorrow. Um, but uh, long long story short, the 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 place where this game like shines the most, I wrote in this article was in two different places, which was one that you have a very depthy combat system, and also on top of that, the the team dynamic that you have between all the classes are really strong like you pick items and weapons and abilities that complement each other's weapons and abilities really well to the point where you're constantly coordinating yeah but what blew my mind was that the enemies the ai learns how you play how you fight and adjusts its units to make it more difficult to you hmm, that's cool is it I, you guys you're not you guys aren't as excited about that i was like i, I feel like i need to I, see it so, in practice well, you, I, I can't yeah, appreciate yeah. you just saying okay. it you know what i mean you actually mentioned that in your own in the article that you wrote um, that this concept has kind of been around a while. I said um, that because I'm not. And you go on. Yeah. So I mean, it, I don't think it's been put exactly the way you're putting it. But even like back in the day, I remember reading like my Game Informer for Halo Two, uh, and they were saying <laughs> that the the Covenant like will react to where you are and i'm sure it's at a much more basic level like if you go left they go left you know yeah but, yeah that article um, also said that they were going to flip tables over and create dynamic cover and like you remember too yeah they they pulled a <laughs> lot of bullshit in that article <laughs> <laughs> wow that's that's kind of crazy that sounds like the original kind of major thing with yes. uh, spyro where they would actually start attacking you instead of just spinning going around in a step pattern but that's way old. That's yeah. very different. I mean, so the way Same that the way that I was explained about it was the the way that you I wouldn't say necessarily use your weapons, but the way that you you play, the way that you react to situations, it takes cues from what weapon you use, like how you react and move, and it keeps that stored and then slowly like readjusts its own gameplay. And this is a difficulty setting. It's not even it's not even like I don't think it's part of the actual game until you put it onto that difficulty level called uh, singular, and at that at that point at which the like enemies will react differently as you play the game, it'll like learn to counter your your like patterns. Hmm. Um, and this is the way the PR guy was telling me about it, and I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. When I was playing it, I will say that I did die a lot, and I will say that that wasn't it wasn't like okay. I compare it to Diablo three. You guys have all played Diablo three. Yeah. Diablo three yes. in that in that sense is like the throw hordes and waves of monsters at you and you'll pretty much do the same thing over and over again. Like there's really no like strategy that okay. goes into it as much, you know? As much as like well, that's why I stopped playing that game. It's it's like it's wait, just, I thought that was it's, I thought that was a low blow on uh, I, on Diablo, I, but you're you're you are right that you do the same I, thing. I, I mean, oh no, I, like I completely agree with what you're saying. Like that's an extraordinarily passive game. That's why I, I got out of yeah, it. Yeah, when like, I was playing with uh 
with uh, which mall? Like my three other friends, and we played till like six in the morning. I realized I, yeah, all certain... I was doing was holding down a button, or sometimes changing it up by pressing other buttons, and just pointing my character well, in a specific direction. Well, yeah, it's it's like the uh, MMORPG thing. It's it's about hitting your timing and your it's patterns of buttons. Even in MMORPGs, there are there are it's you have a rotation rotations. and stuff. Yeah, that's but Diablo. Your rotation. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you're supposed no, to be rotating. Diablo, skills. there's no rotation. You're there you're really the wizard. Yeah, there you is. Use, you're there the is. wizard. Have you played you the use wizard? Disintegrate and you just zap people. Yes, I've gotten my character to seventy. All this bullshit. It is literally the there, the, the most boring when, thing when, once you pass seventy. When you really get down to it, when like just like we were talking about earlier with Ratchet and Clank, even but you're, when you're min maxing it. Uh, the the right way to play, the real way to play when you really want to get like the most damage is you optimize your skills because they're all on different cooldowns. Yeah. Oh so no. You need to know when to do your skills and they all kind of work together. I get that, but it's not like at a certain okay, point of the game, it's not that. like necessary. Like, I, yeah. I, like I, I just not, I me, know that in Diablo three, I'm playing as my wizard and I run in and I hit X Y <laughs> left bumper and then I hold left trigger until everything dies. Okay, but even with that, even though that in that example. You already have like a set path in which you just do over and over again. And that's what I mean. That's yeah, why it gets really that, boring. That's yeah. what those games are. Right. That's what League is. However, like that's what. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Alex. Sorry. No, go ahead. I mean, that that that's a different way to play than like a. Right. Yeah. But when I was playing this game, it not only allows you to dodge. You have like a dodge roll, but then you also have agility moves. But then on top of that, there are cooldowns. But the 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 abilities aren't abilities; they're weapons, right? So you'll change weapons out if you want to do a different type, whether it be the grenade launcher or whatever. And you do have ammo that you have to like. You know, um, what you call it? You have to like resource management it essentially. Yeah. But as you're doing it, like the characters, they dovetail. I use that word way too much. I use that word way too much. They complement the other classes so well that it's like after a while, I found out that I was dashing around. But my other, my partner was um, Catalyst, which was the like support slash healing person. And as I was dashing around, I realized that, that my dashes were almost like the perfect length for one of her other buffs. And I was like, okay, so whenever I do this, I'll dash in and then dash back out and I'll get the buff and I'll dash back out and I'll be able to do these different attacks. And we would time it so well. In addition to that, there's also like the specials, which I did write about, which is like she would do a move that would drag everybody together. And then I would use my move that shoots a giant beam from the sky and hits all of those people in a specific uh, spot. Symmetra. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, just Overwatch. (laughs) Yeah, but it was like, yeah, pretty much. But it's a top down. It's It's a dungeon crawler. Sort of. Yeah, it yeah. It sounds like a dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Drama. It sounds like Helldivers, but with powers. Mm. Yeah. Helldivers is a pretty cool game. Was... I feel like it died a little too early. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the story at all. Sorry, two gamings, but the, <laughs> the gameplay was solid. It was it was difficult and it was fun and it wasn't like you had it wasn't like you saw a bunch of bullets but you weren't worried about the bullets. It was like you saw a bunch of bullets and you're Ikarugering around it, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ikarugering. Anyway, so that's that. That's my that's my recap of RTX. What? How about you guys? We, Anything we, else? We did play one other new game. What's, what's um, Halo Wars Two was there, but we didn't play it. It's true. Uh, Carmageddon, right? That's a new game. Oh, uh, we yeah. just got the review code for that. So, yeah, yeah I don't. I mean, can't wait so to play it. Ben and I, Ben and I sat down and played it, or stood up yeah. and played it. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, without going into too much, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, it kind of needs some work or something. <laughs> yeah. What was your uh, main like grief, gripe, strife? I mean, you were you were watching me play. I know, it's like but I want you to talk about it. <laughs> I, I I'm a, all right. I'll say it. Uh, it's a driving game. Uh, yeah. It's not like a racing game. It's more of like a battle game. But you have different objectives that you can do. Like if you kill five people, then then you win. Or if you race around the track. 
Well, it's more like run over 500 else. people. <laughs> or run over 500 people, or blow up five people, or there's like different objectives to win the game. Anyway, you're driving around a course. Um, so you really need to have some pretty good driving mechanics, and the driving, it was like a fat it's awful. boat. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's like driving a speedboat on land. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was really just like you tried to turn and the car just felt so heavy and you just slid forever. And I had this one, um, you get like power ups along the way. And Justin watched this frustrate, this infuriated me. Oh, the booster? You get you get a boost till, and I'm thinking like, <laughs> yeah, I can ram people or I can like go off of ramps. The problem is the boost is under your front tires. So, like, you'll hit the boost, and the nose of your car will just, like, lift so you dumb. up to, like, a 45-degree angle. It's so dumb. <laughs> you just, yeah. So you can't ram anyone. You can't really do anything. You, just you don't go really pick up them. much speed. If yeah. You can even line it up properly. And since, did you also mention that? I, th- I think that? the different cars had different power-ups, because the DeLorean didn't do that when I was playing. No, that, that was a power-up I picked up on the ground. No, 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 I know, and that's the thing. Is like, I think you pick up power-ups, but I think each car has its own set. Because that, mm. that never happened with me when I was playing. And it, I was but, playing as a DeLorean, which was a different car than what you were But you doing. said you just raced around the track. like. Well, yeah, I focused on racing, but I did pick up power-ups when I figured out you could do it. Mm. Well, I'll be the judge of all of that because I'll be playing it <laughs> I'm tomorrow. actually I'm yeah. pretty excited to see what, we what should... Pots comes out with after he plays the actual yeah, I'm very practice. excited to see what Pots comes out. And you know yeah. what? Maybe Ben and I were doing something wrong. You know? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see, you know we'll see the real game through Pots' eyes. That was too. Well, well, I mean, yeah. I'm, not I mean sure. I'm, I'm I'm the resident arcade race guy, so <laughs> I was not impressed. No, man, you, you can't think, just you think you Burnout Revenge just, is better than Burnout Paradise. You can't you, just you're wrong. Title <laughs> yourself as the resident whatever for everything. That's not how that yes, works. Yes, ben. yes, you can. That's what I. We do. have a jar, and then we pull a, we pull names out of a jar. Okay, then the next meeting we're gonna figure out everybody's resident whatever. I, I already kind of goes against what we're all about. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of goes goes all against. Right. Um, but well, if, I was to, if I was to, if I was to, if I was to, like, kind of recap all this stuff, I would say it's kind of it. Like RTX probably showed us that the industry itself, or maybe just the internet or entertainment industry for our generation, is changing so much that it's like become commonplace where you have a convention about a company's personalities. You know, okay. and it's it's. I mean, think about think about what just came out, right? The the game theorist video that showed us that. The Pope just invited YouTubers to meet with him to talk to him about how to get people together. You know, how does YouTube bring people together? Mm. Like, that in itself is showing, like, these crazy steps to this weird progression that, you know, the world has never seen before. Okay, so rate RTX on the TZR scale. Uh, like it? (laughs) Ben? (laughs) I'll be back there next year if we're allowed to go back next year. Okay. For pretty much just, it's time to do 60-second lures, but this time with... Burning Burns and, like, Gusarola and, you know, kind of funny games dudes. There you go. Okay. Ben, Alex, TZR scale, go. Ben? Uh, I liked it almost to the point where I'd say I loved it, but, like, I was there mm. wow. expecting wow. different things and just, you know, so, after uh, I realized that I like wasn't it. supposed to be doing what I thought I was, like, I just kind of went, okay, like whatever. Five. It's like, yeah, it's like a high like it. <laughs> yeah, it's, 8.5. It's like if you picked up Cooking Mama, but then you got Animal Crossing instead. That's not, you don't want Animal Crossing, you want Pokemon. All right, Alex, what would you give it? I'll say I had a really good weekend, um, just in general, but the convention itself definitely a solid like it. Convention like it, weekend yeah, I guess love I, it. I mean, more like that. <laughs> yeah. Like the weekend was a lot of fun, but the convention itself, yeah. 
Yeah, I, did, I wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> okay. Well, very. Didn't cool. you offer to go? Like you volunteered. Yeah, I mean, you said okay, we're going to RTX. It's like okay, cool, sounds good to me. He volunteered and yet has written nothing about it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. All right, guys, we have. I finished my Battleborn review first, and then, then you know I'm joking. Guys, we've talked too much about RTX. We have. One more news yes. topic before we get on to our main topic, which uh, we'll we'll try to squeeze. Wait, all we have time in. we have two more news topics though, because the, the oh the yes, tweet. we have, we just had an upcoming news Wait. topic, so let's cover that first. Are one of the so, topics Pokemon Go? No, no nobody cares. That's about gonna that. mean like what we're playing thing. I know. Like, can we talk about it uh, like, at the end of your two news? Topics? Yeah. So first news piece, which just happened. I don't know if you guys knew this. Actually, I think it was one p.m. But there was a leak of a new or pseudo announcement of a new character coming to. Overwatch, what? And it's a. I thought you were about to say Smash, and I got really excited. No, no. Sniper healer. No, How does that even work? It's a sniper healer. I'm pretty sure this is going to be Farah's mom. Maybe uh, she we, snipes, but then she snipes good people on her team to that, heal them. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's exactly right. what it is. Yeah, that, <laughs> all right. I um, thought you meant like a mix of like Mercy and like Widowmaker. No, it's like well, you know the you know the characters, Justin. Uh, I study them. He played the beta in for two seconds detail. and then did not want to play why, why do you know that it's going to be Pharaoh's mom? Because, uh, okay, so in the in lore, Pharaoh's mom was a sniper of the original group of Overwatch. Also, her picture is in uh, one of the stages on the Egypt stage. When you start out in your starting area, if you look behind you, there's a folder on the table with like a little picture in there. And then also there was a documentary with Blizzard where at one point during the documentary, if you look in the background, you see someone working on a computer and there's a picture of someone looking down iron sights that no other character in the game uses. And uh, there's another photo of someone working on the computer where somebody is in the support slot with a sniper looking character in the support slot. So because Farah's mom was a sniper, used to be in Overwatch, has been mentioned in the story... Uh, she's on a stage that's linked to far because it's the Egypt stage, um, and, you know, support sniper or whatever confirmed that it'll be a support yeah. sniper. Guys, it makes sense. It makes sense that it would be um, far as there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird little things with characters that people think are going to be characters at some point in the stages, which is really interesting to look at that. But, um, if that one is particularly a sniper, yeah, I could see that. I think it's a cool character. I mean, I, I definitely think the support class is definitely, uh, like the least represented of the entire cast thus far, so I don't know. That'll be pretty cool. We will supply Guys, more information as stop, it comes. Stop playing Overwatch. I've, I just started playing this new game called League of Legends. Have you heard of it? Not it's new. actually great. <laughs> Overwatch is fantastic. No, I'm just joking. It's like, take over. I've still have yet to play League of Legends, and I will never play it. Very different games. I was gonna say I, I'd take Overwatch over League. Okay, and I've played more League than I've played Overwatch. <laughs> Uh, All right, so our last topic for this week, um, and this is sort of like catching up. This is on the tail end of the news now, but uh, there's a pretty serious scandal in the CSGO community this week dealing with... Another um, one. Yeah, dealing with uh, gambling of skins and these kind of third-party sites that link up with your Steam accounts. Uh, particularly the guy that owns the site saying that he was only sponsored by it and then getting people, children, to use it. That's that's yeah, kind of a big deal. This down for me, like yeah, okay. I, don't really have, I don't know anything about it. You should, okay, you should so. watch the Jim Sterling video because he does a good job. But we can do it. Yeah, Jim now. Sterling did a video on it. H three H three Productions Fucking did a video Philip on it. Philip DeFranco did a video, on, did a video it. on it. Like that's it's what I'm everywhere. We're, we're sort of at the tail and end of the news. Isn't but. it? 
kind of a major deal because you can actually trade those skins in for real money. So yeah, they're the worth thing. lots so, of money. So in CSGO, you can unlock new skins for your weapons. Through, like, while you're playing, you get these uh, loot boxes, right? But you can't open a loot box unless you pay real-life money for the keys for them. It's like $2.50 to open one of these things. Inside of them are, Doesn't you know, these different weapons that? that are assigned a certain value. Um, and then you can buy and sell these skins, you know, through Steam's marketplace for what some would consider exuberant amounts of money. Uh, like, some of them are worth like, hundreds of dollars. We're talking, like, yeah, like a knife skin that's worth like $200, $300. Like, I mean, does it look cool, though? It well, looks pretty dope. <laughs> particularly I mean, knives. Knives are like the big thing. Well, because yeah. everybody has a knife and everybody uses the knives. Exactly. You're, you see it more than any other weapon in the game. But anyway, so, so these Everyone things... Everyone knows you run faster with knives. Yeah. So, so these, things go, these things go for a lot of money you know, on the Steam marketplace. And there's been these third-party sites that link up with your Steam um, with your Steam inventory that you can essentially gamble your skins on. And essentially what these sites do are you go in with a pool of people and there's sort of like these timed draws and you contribute a, like a stock of these skins into one of these pools. And then everybody who does that, like the total value of the pool will be like, you know, hundreds of thousands of, or not, well, hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars, depending on how much shit is in there. Jesus, hundreds of thousands yeah, no, of dollars. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and essentially it like flips a coin and whoever wins the coin flip takes all of the skins in that pool. So it's it's gambling, essentially. It's gambling. Oh, it's for, not legally for, gambling, though, yeah, Justin, because there's no money involved. Yeah, it's like funny <laughs> oh. money versions of gambling for CSGO skins, for digital goods, right? right? In other words, making? it's bullshit. What's hundreds that? of dollars. Uh, hundreds, oh. hundreds like of hundreds dollars. like hundreds of thousands. Potentially You go to our venture capitalists and be like, fuck you, man, we're going to gamble away. Like, money yeah. away but yeah. the, like the big, the big problem here is the, the, the dude that's yeah, in so trouble. Here, yeah, so here's this thing. So the two people involved in this are two very, very popular uh, YouTube streamers called T. Martin and Tom Syndicate. Um, now these individuals, um, they run these channels where essentially the videos that they put up are them doing this gambling and you watch them lose a bunch of money and, and win a bunch of money and, and opening cases. Yeah. And opening cases. So it's, it's this very like hype driven sort of thing. Right. Um, and they write these kind of like, uh, anyway. their, their fucking videos are like how to make big money fast. Yeah. Like and the it's titles like of winning big with a bunch of like exclamation points and like CSGO signs. skin gambling and all this bullshit. Right. Um, so at one point, this guy, T. Martin and, and Tom Syndicate, um, started saying that they, you know, there's a t dozens, it dozens of these gambling sites, right? And, uh, and these guys started saying, hey, why don't you use this site called CS Lotto? He, his exact um, words were like, I found this really cool site yeah. that I won $65 oh, on. Yeah, and I won all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You should totally check it out. By the way, if you want to see it, here's the links. I think it's a pretty cool site, blah, blah, blah. Well, it comes to find out that these guys actually own the site. They they built the site themselves and then started advertising it to their audiences without disclosing what it was and essentially wow. enticing miners, <laughs> yeah, miners <laughs> to, gamble. to to gamble these digital goods on their platform, which they thought was like, "Oh, whatever, like, you know, it's it's digital goods or whatever, but ultimately they they are assigned a real life value. People can pay cash yeah, money for them. Also, because they own the site, that means that they can control who wins and loses. Exactly. So oh. so they would make videos of themselves betting on this and be like, "Oh my god, I just won a thousand dollars worth of skins." Now, but not, they had all saying, the power in the world to tweak that to their favor, yeah. so people could be like, "Oh my gosh, I could win that much money on there." Wow. But now it's not you know? not saying that they actually 
did that, but just the fact that they have the capability to do that is one problem. The fact that they would they would create videos like that and not disclose that they had ownership well, with the site. And then what makes it even sleazier is that in the first sites that they make, like Pot said, they're like, oh, I heard about this site. And then later he's like, yeah, they're thinking about doing like a sponsorship deal with me and I might have some custom skins through them and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, you own the but site. Then, like, but then <laughs> later on, he made a video when this started to happen and he thought it wasn't that big a deal where he was like, uh, I literally was straightforward from the beginning in saying that I owned this and like it's in every single one of my videos. Videos. But because but you, the internet is the internet, we know that he updated that shit later. That day, once, once everything it. went back, he went back through all of his videos and said, like, I own part of this site or whatever. And everyone's like, yeah, you just edited all this. Like, yeah, we, you can edit and it would... Edit descriptions, yeah. But, oh, it's, in, the but description, in the description of the video, he would say, yeah. like, I have partial ownership of CS yeah. uh, Go Lotto. And it's like, yeah, you, uh, you added that today. Like, you're uh, covering your tracks. I thought yeah. he was, like, re-uploading all of his videos with a little... <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, no. He's just changing his... the descriptions. Yeah, right. Wasn't there some video of this being revealed? Like... Yeah, so so H, the big... H3 or whatever? Yeah, the big out of it was uh, Ethan from H3H3 Productions. Basically, like... So so H3H3 Productions typically does React videos to other YouTube videos, but he's kind of notorious for occasionally just putting certain YouTube channels on blast. Like, just totally blowing their shit up and calling them out for doing, like, really sleazy, scummy stuff. And I think this is the first time that one of the videos that he made literally, like resulted in a class action lawsuit against wow. this guy T Martin and Tom Syndicate because like they literally were soliciting gambling to minors uh and you know I think it's like an FCC law where they didn't disclose that they that they're advertising something that they have any sort yeah, of ownership you, in you have to disclose that you own a you have to disclose that you're being sponsored by something yeah that's like saying like in uh okay in uh Philip DeFranco's video he he did an example where he's yeah. like I love this Starbucks coffee it tastes amazing you should get some here but then <laughs> not like, saying liked, that it's sponsored if by you Starbucks liked overpriced burnt coffee from yesterday you should buy <laughs> Starbucks coffee yeah but then like not saying that you're sponsored or whatever yeah, which is I'm, essentially what this guy is doing <laughs> um so essentially this guy's dealing with a uh, a pretty serious lawsuit on his hands right now um which is kind of ridiculous, and it's kind of bringing attention to this whole sort of, like, underground, weird gambling economy that's happening with the CSGO community, which, you know, has kind of gone, like, unattended for, like, I mean, years. I know people bet on CSGO. They'll bet on CSGO race. matches, but this is yeah. just, like, taking digital goods and yeah, gambling yeah. Well, with this it. Is where, I didn't even know there was an economy This is where the CSGO. law hasn't caught up to what's actually happening where the law doesn't West, yeah. it doesn't understand that like digital goods are worth money and therefore are like the same as money as a product yeah yeah product. because it's just like well it's just data it's not real yeah but like if you can assign a dollar value Monetary to something value, and then yeah. you can sell it and then you can gamble with it but it's not gambling because you know yeah because yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, not real it's not, money it's not real money so it's Jersey not gambling. Jersey just uh, it's like that whole like online gambling thing. It's it's Those this, is, this yeah. is literally yeah. exactly what they do in Japan with the pachinko machines, where you go into a building and the whole building is filled with pachinko machines. You mean a casino? No, it's no, no, no it's, it's like, just like an arcade. I mean, I've seen them before, it's, but it's no, like just pachinko. Yeah. It's the same. So you play pachinko and you get all of these like it's funny these money things like funny money, and then you leave. And you go to the building next door, and the only thing the building next door does is take funny money that you get from pachinko machines and turn it into cash. 
or turn it into products. You, yeah. And then you and then it's like a pawn shop where you can then sell the product back to the place that you're in and get cash for it. So essentially you could just get cash or get a product. So it's it's gambling with taking it's, it's every loophole possible to not gambling, call it gambling. It's gambling, but it's a loophole so, it's so like, that you're not actually gambling. If I was to go to Chuck E. Cheese, get a bunch of tickets, get one of those sweet Voltron rings, then sell the Voltron ring back to yeah, Chuck imagine, E. Cheese. Imagine they yeah, gave you the Voltron exactly. ring and then said, I'll give you $500 for that ring if you give it right back to me. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is technically not gambling. Yeah. That so is that's, technically not gambling. Interesting. That's the kind of that's the I kind see, of shit. We're, I see. What, what is really annoying is that the, the 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 guy in this whole thing, like he made his whole video where he was like, oh, I disclosed this the whole time, and then he's like, I don't know how people sleep at night, you know, accusing people of stuff like this, and it's, it's like, like the motherfucker, are you? It's kidding like you've been a hundred percent blown up right now. Like like everybody knows what's happening, and you're still trying to like hold on to this. He scrap is like caught with his pants down. I feel like when you're at that. <laughs> well, that's what happens with sleazy douchebags they always act like they're innocent like oh yeah until they can't and then they're like i'm sorry yeah i guess that would always happen with everything well the the joke is is actually right before this podcast went up he posted a video live that's that's titled i'm sorry and and in the video he's like he's like even though i was completely honest from jump street i think you know (laughs) i i think that some people think that i did the wrong thing so i just want to let everybody know that i apologize this guy is done yeah (laughs) like like, it's kind of ridiculous like we're about to see some serious subscriber purge on his part like is it weird that uh actually now that you mention it the i'm sorry videos like i've seen a lot of them more of them this year than i think i've ever seen i don't think i've ever seen any other i'm sorry there has been a lot of youtube drama drama lately um that's another like I I religiously watch Philip DeFranco, and he's, oh, he talks about that stuff. He's a been talking. Well, he doesn't see. He doesn't. Him. No, no, no. He doesn't talk about the drama. He's always like, "Fuck, I don't like talking about the drama, but you guys want me to report on it." So he reports on the people that are like reporting on the drama, but he's not trying to like blow people up. He's just like, "H three H three fucked up these guys today, and this wow. is like what's going on." Yeah. So that's like, there's just been. A lot it, yeah, of it. it's There's just a, a lot, lot of people putting other like, people even with, on like, blast. Like Markiplier or like PewDiePie or all those other. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, they do that. Sh- like they're like, YouTube's oh, YouTube changing. has a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all bullcrap. But... Although there was that one video with, this was like the only video I watched of PewDiePie where he's like clicking on all the clickbait, oh, stuff. The clickbait stuff. That was yeah. actually kind of funny. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, it's like you you take these like these these creators and you all of a sudden you give them extreme amounts of power over large amounts of people and you give them tons of money and fame and it's exactly the same as when you have like child actors where they're all you know doing coke and like fucking <laughs> shit up like you talking about the home alone guy talking yeah, about we're the home alone talking about i saw him in manhattan once i was in a club with him is that did, weird did he look correct you were in a club i was in a club you with were doing this, things it was a socially? comedy club. okay comedy club. all right well, <laughs> with macaulay culkin damn yeah. was he on stage or just chill? no he was just coked out of his brain on wow. the <laughs> like just walking around huh. um but no they're like i mean it's like child actors it's like it's a it's they don't know how to handle, and I'm Fame. super generalizing here, but it's just like when you give people lots Show of money facts, and facts. lots of power, Show me the facts. it happens. Hey, side note, um, related but not related, H3H3, do you think they were going for hee hee? Uh, what does H3H3 wow. H3 stand Like for? three yeah, with maybe. like lead speak hee hee? They refer to themselves as H3H3 productions. But do they really mean hee hee? You know what I mean? Quite, yeah, but equals possible. three referred to itself as equals three, but it was definitely balls. Uh, it was definitely... Is that balls? I thought that was a happy face. It's balls. No, it's not. It's like a cat face. Yeah, I thought it was a cat face. Or it's a penis. You cynic. <laughs> it's it's oh, balls. No. <laughs> it's balls. 
It's not. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, uh, right. Ben and Alex, if you see <laughs> equals and then a three, do you think balls or like a cat face? Mm, it's definitely balls. Depends on context. It's definitely. I mean, uh, someone, someone, ty someone type it in the chat. Okay, given the context, it's definitely balls. That's a smiley cat face. Yeah, that's a cat face, dog. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Oh, wait, the first Google search is equals three meaning. Here we go. Nope. Never mind. Good. All right. Good. Great conversation. Great conversation. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, that was interesting to me. I like so, that so we're closing in on the tail end of the podcast, and you know what? We haven't we haven't talked about what everybody's playing. I'm, I'm I kind of just want to figure out what everybody's doing right now. What hmm. what's on your plates? What's on your plates, Alex? What's on your plate? What are you playing right now? Uh, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me. I was on vacation. <laughs> oh, real? And rough. then we had RTX. <laughs> I know. No I know. time for video games. No, honestly, I really haven't had much time at all. Um, I'm really work. interested in... Uh, well, first I need to finish Uncharted 4, but I really want to play uh, Inside. And that game Fury that's out on uh, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, Fury looks pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, that just came out yesterday. Yeah, and Inside is the new game from uh, the guys who did Limbo. Ooh. So, that, yeah, that, that, oh, that cool. game. That game has, like, Xbox games with gold written all over it. Like, I... I it's like I want to get it. It's like twenty bucks or something like that. Uh, is it that much? I don't know. I, think, I haven't looked into it. I yet. think I looked into it's it. I think it's like really 20. well critically, it, isn't it? It's supposed to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe worth it. Maybe. Maybe that's a you're game that. Scar, but you're so down on every later. Xbox game. I'm not. No, I, I really enjoyed Limbo. Like I was totally down with that. Um, I'm not sure what the that last was not really Xbox, an Xbox game, game though. No. That was like an everything game. I'm pretty yeah, sure I, I played it. Phone. I played it on. It, it was originally just out. an Xbox game. Though. Yeah, it was like a, it was uh, a one of the summer of arcades, and summer of arcade was like a cool thing. Grr. <laughs> yeah, that was a really cool time when that was a thing. Because that's like when you knew like those four games that they announced were like the most quality digital games that you could pick up. But whatever. Hey, we have still got that um, really great Xbox sale going on right now, and by great I mean kind of mediocre and there's not really a whole lot on it. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody but, bought anything I, off of uh, Steam Summer Sales yet? No. You should get Red Dead Redemption. I got one game off Red, of Steam Summer Red Dead sale. just went backward compatible. I guarantee you that's going to be a Games with Gold in like two months. Yeah, well, apparently. Also, uh, like also, I already, seven dollars also I already own it, so I don't need to buy it. <laughs> I know, I already own it as well. <laughs> I was say, apparently when they announced that it was backwards compatible, like people are trying like mad to get their hands on a copy who, who why why don't people have the copy anymore like i know I mine's like, just I sitting at my desk like <laughs> the joke is you can probably get it on like a secondhand market for like nothing ebay like you can get it right now for seven yeah you can get it for seven dollars right now $7. on their site i still i <laughs> still kind of want soul caliber 2 but 12 dollars <laughs> is a lot for a 15 why? year old game why? Soul Calibur? Because that's the best Soul Calibur game. But you game. don't play with anybody. No, Soul Calibur 2 is exceptional. I love Soul yeah, Calibur Yeah, it is you amazing. You play by yourself. But I can play it on my GameCube and it's play like as Link. Smash Brothers by my, does by myself. <laughs> yeah, you do that jab attack with the Megaton hammer all day. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Wow. Um, uh, I like the fairy sword, actually. Wait, what game did you buy from Steam Sale, uh, Scarba? Uh, so that's that's one of the games that I'm messing with now is that game uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, which is super fun. Like Azure it, Striker Gunvolt. It's super Japanese. It's <laughs> yeah. really really yeah, Japanese. Clearly, um, if the title didn't give it away. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
if I were to call it close to anything, like, did you ever play the Mega Man Zero games on GBA? Oh, oh it's, yeah, it's I fucking, love those. It's it literally mega. is the that game. Like, really? it it is. Do you have a sword Meg- which you can like short hop and like cancel out the animation so you can do like a billion attacks and like. All right, but so it's there's no sword in it. It's it's kind of weird. It's like you have Dumb. a you have a gun that you sh- that you can just shoot guys with, but the gun doesn't do much damage. But you have all these electricity powers, so if you shoot a guy, it like tags them, and then you can like start firing electricity at them and like tag multiple things at once, and it creates some really interesting like problem solving situations but it's super fast and smooth like i, I really really like also, it also let's and it's let, made by the same people like inti creates or whatever let's take like two seconds real quick and say azure is blue and striker is kind of like blue bomber it's kind of, it's mega man guys yeah, oh yeah it's mega well, how, are you oh, no, totally. how are you making that the the A- joke azure state, striker like- and blue bomber Azure is blue. Uh, Azure all right, blue. okay. Striker. Yeah. They're both verbs that mean to hit things. What about the Gunvolt part, huh? Gunvolt. Well, they're not going to call him Azure Striker Mega Man. No. <laughs> I mean, um, Azure Striker, super cool dude. Yeah. They don't go Blue Bomber Mega Man. There's a comma between that. Blue Bomber Mega Man. Yeah, but um, it's less Japanese. Shut up. You're, it's a really cool stupid. game, <laughs> I would highly recommend it. If you if you just played uh, Mighty Number no. 9 and had a terrible experience and you want to play something that's like a Mega Man game and actually fun... Play Azure Striker Gunvolt. 20XX. Um, Gunvolt. Other than that... It, is it not by the same company? It, I thought it, it, it's, I thought it was. It's made by, by Inti Creates, yeah. Like, and Inti Creates did uh, a part of the development for Mighty Number no. 9, but they're Concept. most famously known for doing... No, not Comcept. It has nothing to do with Concept. Uh, Comcept. Well, didn't Comcept do Mighty Gunvolt? Yeah. Uh, no, like Inti Creates thing. did. Oh. Indie, oh. Indie Creates made all of them. Indie Creates is like one of the like co-developers. Like Comcept is like the lead developer, and Indie Creates like I, I'm they're like, a contractor. Yeah, I guess they're a contractor. Um, yeah, but Indie Creates made all of the Mega Man Zero games on GBA, and they made this, and it's really really good. I love those games um, a lot. Other than Sounds that, cool. I just got my platinum in Ratchet and Clank, so that was cool. Part of that game sucks. Shelf's that one. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I actually just... You know what? Straight, straight one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and then I actually just started uh, Doom, which I was having some... Ser- fantastic. I was having some serious FOMO about Doom, and it was... I can, I can honestly say I'm only a few hours into it, but I can honestly say that that was some well-founded FOMO. That game is exceptional. Really? Like, it is pure it is adrenaline. Good. Like... Oh yeah, like oh my gosh, it's super fun. I'm really, really liking it a lot. Um, highly, highly it's, recommend. It's it. like everything that we could have wanted out of a Doom game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's it's kind of like how it's everything uh, Doom Three wasn't. Wolfenstein <laughs> came back, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." And then everyone played is like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I have, I, I have both of those games literally in front of me. And I haven't played either of them. Which you, should, you, you should play Doom. Oh, Doom! I would definitely as, say play. as a person like, that played both, you should play Doom. It's super fun. <laughs> it's brutal though. I'm playing on ultra violence right now, and like I'm dying. Like I'm getting my ass handed. Good luck. Me. But you it's gotta, like you gotta punch violence. everybody. Justin. Yeah, you have to change the way that you play stuff a lot because like you go to like you know in most shooters you expect to have like high health most of the time, but in this one like you're dropping to like critically low health constantly, and then like doing these fancy kills on people. To to, to get all of your health back. So it's a really weird and interesting balancing act, but when you get into your groove, like it feels incredible. Like it's really, really good. Awesome. Yeah, you, you definitely have to keep punching people, otherwise you're just yeah. gonna die you and die. Challenge a lot. accepted. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's it for me. Uh Ben, what are you playing right now? Uh let's see. Before RTX I finished 
crashed warped and got the whole 105%. The PlayStation dead. 1 game? Yes. Oh okay. my god. I got really excited after the announcement at E3, so I want, wanted to play something. And then I'm also playing Metro Last so Light, cute. which is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum of yeah. both, both Metro games are $7 right now, by the way. Yeah, that's another series that I've heard nothing but good things about. I'll probably get them on like Steam or something. $7 on Xbox, Justin. You could play your Xbox. I, could play I think Xbox. it's 9 actually. Is it $9? $9? I All right, no way. Not doing it, though. Deal breaker. <laughs> Deal isn't, it, breaker. isn't it like 14 for a bundle of both of them? Yeah, I, got, I just got both Redux. of them for real cheap. Maybe once I finish like, Doom, you said that to me. I bought it. I made a regrettable yeah. purchase, which isn't. I don't really think that regrettable. But game? this game I'm going to be playing just because I bought it now. Bravely Default 2. No, no. It was the <laughs> Collector's Edition for only $60 at Best Buy. What game? It comes with Bioshock? statues. What is it? What game? Halo 5. Oh. <laughs> I only bought it because it's $60 and it comes with the sweet fucking giant ass statues of Master Chief and the Lock. other dude, Locke. Spartan Locke. That's, yeah. That is cool, but that game is garbage. That guy sucks. The guy everyone yeah. hates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Alright, hear me out for a second. I'll, hear me I'll, out for I'll second. say I had fun with it. I'm, I mean, it's a shame that it died super fast, but I, I had mean, fun with it. I'm a big Halo fan. That game is garbage. But it comes oh, with it's the statue. You DLC to the multiplayer? I, the D- I haven't the touched multiplayer that game. Wasn't really like this past weekend. The multiplayer was fine. Yeah, the multiplayer um, wasn't the problem. It was the campaign that was garbage. Oh, okay, so the campaign wasn't great. I would almost say that the like a failing of the multiplayer too is that it didn't do enough different. Like, didn't do it, anything different. It, well, exa- it was just all the, the it was all the same stuff. Like there was some no. there was like, some like no you know new uh, new weapons or whatever. But on the whole, it was just kind of like eh. Dude, and I, I liked uh, what, well, what was the new mode like breakout or something. Um, where Grifball. it's like, the, the arena stuff. Grifball. Yeah, the, the one <laughs> where it's all Break, like Breakout was cool. It yeah, looks like out. Tron or whatever. Breakout. Yeah, 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 I actually really enjoyed that. But that I, was I don't know why that game didn't catch on as much as it should have. Because everybody was like, "Man, the story of this game is bullshit." <laughs> I guess so. you you got to remember too. I mean, Halo Four multiplayer, bad. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's that true. was not Halo. They went kind of the Call of Duty route. Halo Four in general, the was anniversary not, was so broken. Halo Four was not a good game. Anniversary, like uh, Master Chief Collection, was literally unplayable. The only reason you have that is for the unbelievable cutscenes in the remade Halo Two. So if I was to, uh, if I was to like, if I was to feel the room right now, we're all kind of thinking that the Halo franchise is going down. It should. I mean, it, it I think stopped. that happened it, a long time ago. It ended after it's, three. Why was there more? It sold. I mean, it sold really well. Reach did really well too. Oh, Reach, was Reach, 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 favorite, Reach was cool. Actually. Reach was I pretty I cool. Reach. It, it's just surprising to me that like the player count went down ODST. so fast. Like, ODST I, I really was also ODST was a DLC. Well, there's a lot of competitors in the market now too. You got your battlefields and your cods and your all the other shit. If you well, want. I think a it's lot like, of those have always been around. Yeah, but Halo. They've always been around. But Halo slowly starting to assimilate into that kind of game. You know what I mean? Which means like if I'm gonna play this, except there's only one Halo game like every five years. I will say at the time that Halo Five came out, I think a lot of my friends that would have been the usual suspects to be playing that were playing like Destiny because I think that was yeah, like a it little, came out at a weird time. I think that came out around yeah, Destiny around or destroyed a little after Taken King. Maybe they don't, game. They don't. Yeah, they don't Halo anymore. I think that came out somewhere in the same ballpark as Taken King. Um, yeah, it was right when Destiny like fixed itself. Yeah. So and frankly, I mean, Destiny is a bungee game. Like it, it plays very much like Halo used to. Plus it, it, it kind of felt more I, like Halo I, than I, Halo. I would I, argue I, that I, Destiny yeah, I plays significantly better than Halo does. 
The, yeah. the problem with Destiny is everything except it's, it's like, game feel. I know. The thing is, if I had nothing else to play, like, nothing else to play, and I never played Destiny before, and put it in now, I bet it would be amazing. Yeah, now, you, so now is the time to play it. I played Destiny, okay. but, like, played I played it super yeah, early same. when there when was, was, like, broken. zero content I mean, to it, and I've been I burned seeing, out super I've fast. been seeing a weird, large sum of my friends, online friends, who, like, play games together, mm -hmm. starting to play Destiny. It's it's been, it still has a following. Well, no, it's no, been no, no, fixed. but I'm just saying, I'm saying, like, because it's been yeah, fixed, I'm actually, like, because my friends are, like, like, replaying it or going back into it, I have now an open mind to play Destiny Yo. again. Mm. Which you, you, you guys want to play some Destiny? No. The, shame is, the shame is if you have vanilla... No, I know I'm you have vanilla Destiny. Again. Like, you have to full-on <laughs> rebuy like that game. Like, that's another pay. 60 bucks yeah, you have to, to pay play like that normally. Bucks for the Taken King in what? Order to get all yeah. the all right, well, I just spent 60 bucks on well, a lesser Justin, game. Well, five you, with a statue. Yeah. So, it, you could buy the DLC... You could buy the DLC separately. You can buy, like, the Master Edition that has everything in it for $60. Yeah, I th I th but then, I think like if you get the DLC separately, packs. it's like fifty dollars. It ends up being more or something. Uh, really? Wow, that's crazy. But it is a good game now. Yeah, yeah. like I, that, that's what I'm saying. Like if if I had not played it before and I didn't like have my initial investment and burn out on it already, like if I if I went into it with a totally fresh mind, I bet it would be exceptional. Like I'm out of Guild Wars I, two now, which means I, that MMO itch isn't. So if I hit Destiny, that there might be a chance that you play, you're playing Blade and Soul. Play the Division with Blade Soul. I was really enjoying Blade and Soul. Give me a break. <laughs> All right. Run through tunnels Give me a break. forever. I played it for like what is this a Final Fantasy a month, game? and then I did really oh, enjoy it for a month, month. But then after every day for a month. And then yeah. Listen, it was. <laughs> it's like I I got through the queue. Let me just keep playing for I hours so I don't have to go through the queue again. Pretty much. All right. Yeah, I got real bored after 150 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what's, what's so guys. Funny, what's so funny hey, is so I Pots, literally have playing? friends that are like that. Like, oh my god. So yeah, Pots, what are you playing? Uh, well, well, you're play, gonna apparently I'm playing Carmageddon, Carmageddon now. Um, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trucking, and and trucking suggests that I'm not having fun with it. I'm still like just fucking in love with The Witcher. I can't, I can't I stop. I thought you beat that. I did beat it, but now there's question the marks. Podcast we there's talked about there's question marks, Chow. They're all over the map, and I have to get them all, and I, I did all the locations, huh. and then I was like, oh man, there's only Skellige left. All the other locations had like 20. This won't be so bad. Skellige's got fucking over 100 question marks, Chow. <laughs> and they're all in the water. You know Do what? you know how fat and slow Geralt <laughs> is in the water? You know, you know, you know what else just came out that you can get, Whale potion, catch them dude. all. God, yes, uh, I need whale potion. I'm I need actually to, playing it right now. I need right to make now. the whale potion. Pokemon Go. Yeah, so We've, Pokemon like, got Go. Some weird back back alley like download fucking thing. I'm I'm literally playing it right now. It's, is it on the App Store yet? It's dumb. No. It's not on the App Store yet. It is dumb. It's it's dumb. I mean, it's, I like it. Doesn't it. even surprise, seem surprise. fun. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's, like, it's definitely as phone game as you could possibly get. Um, but like, just quickly walk us through what's involved in catching a Pokemon in that. Okay, you literally flick the you ball. You just throw a ball at you it. You flick the ball and then touch the Pokemon, and that is the game. It's, but it's, it's it's not even it's not even like the Safari Zone where it's like, oh, the ball might not catch it. You might have to throw. It's just but, like you okay. throw the ball and no, you're thought, done. Okay, but here's the novelty of it. Because like three of us started playing at the same time, and I'm seeing other people get other Pokemon that I. I want it makes me like compelled to want to get yeah, those Pokemon. <laughs> no, I seriously well, do, they, do. You can't battle. Them. What do they do? They don't uh, do anything. The so Pokemon, they don't basically, do anything. think about think and about then when you battle them, you just sit and tap the screen, right? Think about like the first uh, app game when iPhones came out that was like somewhat revolutionary, which was basically the paper flick game into a fan into a trash bin. Remember that game? 
The, yeah. You have to throw the paper ball into the trash can. That's yeah. what this game is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it, it is. This game, except for... That's like a 10-year-old game. But what's, yeah. but I, okay, so so the interesting part to it, and and this I actually will say is is fantastic, um, it has this GPS thing where you can, like, see what's happening around you and, like, yeah. where Pokemon are, are, like, in the real it's, world. It's like Ingress. So I'm, at, so I'm at work, and I'm looking at my thing. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Oh, whatever. So I'm, at work, <laughs> so I'm at work, and I'm looking at my map, and I see that there's, like, this Pokemon Center, like, outside. And there's, like, these special landmarks that you have to, like, go to, like, these Pokemon Centers or like whatever. Like police that, station. That, yeah, <laughs> that give you item. Like, police stations, which dumbass kids are breaking into. Don't go into the police Apparently, station. Apparently, police officers are having to tell people not to come into the police uh, police station to do their Pokemon yeah, Go You can thing do it from the parking lot. You can do it outside. Yeah. <laughs> but what's hilarious is, like, so I'm in my office, and it's I look at my map, and there's one of these Pokemon stations, like, not even a block from, from my office. Like it's, like, it's at the end of my parking lot for my office because there's, like, this giant lake there, and it says, like, oh, Carnegie Lake. Like, you know, go there. So I was like, oh, okay. So I... I just walk outside and I get to, I get to the thing and I get all my Pokeballs and I, I literally like exit my office and walk across the street. And what's so funny, the funniest part is the last time we were talking about Pokemon Go, you mentioned like how weird people are gonna be looking at you when you go and stuff. I'm I'm like I am like scaling the side of this parking garage to sneak around to get to like where the location is on my GPS for this thing and I and I get there and I'm just standing in the middle of this like field and like people are parked around like what the fuck is this little, kid doing? Little does he know in his office his coworkers are staring out the window being like why why is why is Skirball walking yeah. around back no, no, no. and forth so, so, that this sidewalk? Is, so this is the best Look part right phone. so I go and I get the things and it's right by a lake and surprisingly while I was at the lake a horsey <laughs> jumps out and I was like oh nice so I caught the horsey but then when I look down at my map there's like this little tuft of grass like I can see the tall grass moving like uh, like a little bit further away so now I walk from the lake across the parking lot across the street into this like open field and there's this and there's this woman sitting outside of the office like on her phone watching me walk into the middle of nowhere while I'm like holding my phone up trying to catch a fucking weedle like, I want somebody to come out with a weird documentary version or like a YouTube video of just following people who are on this Poka app but don't oh, know dude. and just watch them like walk around I, I was the like, case study for it. This, like, I so, wish this woman was recording me, because I must have looked so weird, but... So, Skirt, but, like, the grass that you saw on your phone, like, do other people see that grass, that same grass, so you could, like, run into people? Well, uh, so, Chow is the only other person that I know that's playing the game right now, and we just realized that it is impossible to battle with friends, which well, makes no, no, this... No, no, what he's asking is that, is what you're seeing on the screen the same thing that I'm seeing? And oh, the answer yeah. Is, oh, yeah, the answer 100%. Is, yes, so I think the and, spots are like, actually the same. So if you catch the Weedle before Chow catches the Weedle, then I just, will he not get a Weedle? No, no, I don't think it works like that. I don't think it works like that. It's it's more like when you're in a certain area, it'll show you what types of Pokemon are around you. And while we might be attracted to the same area where Pokemon will be generated, I don't think there's like only a limited amount of a certain Pokemon in a certain area. It's not a shared experience like that. But that takes away that like com- eh, competitive kind of like yeah. well, what I think that all Pokemon trainers want. I mean, actually, you know what? Alex has a great point. If they were to yeah. if they were to impl- uh, implement that by like geotargeting, like you've heard of geocaching before, yeah, right? Yeah. Imagine, imagine if two people on the app at the same time around the same vicinity are attracted by that same spot, right? 
and then they meet each other and they're in the vicinity of each other, if their phones synced up and we're like, you're both near whatever, time to fight. Like, See, that's fucking cool. Yeah, right. That would you be guys really understand cool. that you're basically describing Ingress, right? Yeah. No, Listen, I, mean, I don't know your freaking other app ways, okay? I'm talking about Pokemon. Please keep it to top. Oh, I don't... Maybe I don't, like a, I don't have like a ball battle. I don't like ball Ingress. Battle? I don't it's like Ingress, ball. but like, like you're describing Ingress. Like, all, it's... All I'm uh, saying is that they could... We're describing Pokemon. So, uh, Skirbo, you were reading some articles about this before because we were like, can we battle? Like, I'm in your house. Why can't I throw a Pokemon on the floor and fight you? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> which just ended up in me punching him in the face. But still... <laughs> and, like, you can't... Can you train them? Or is this, like, Tamagotchi-esque? Like, so, so actually, mid... Mid, um... Okay, so so you can catch yeah. a certain Pokemon, right? So I'll give you an example. Like I caught a Pidgey, and there, right. and Pidgey has two meters that that I need to like like boost in order to like level him up, you, like, right? Beat him rare One of them is shit, called right? Stardust, which oh. you just get from doing anything. Anything gives you this experience called Stardust, and then every time you catch a Pidgey, you get something called like a Pidgey candy. It's like a candy specific to that Pokemon, right? So, while we were on the podcast, I caught, like, four Pidgeys, which gave, gave me enough candy and He's Stardust to... to Wait, they turn into candy? No, no, no. And you feed them to other... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like... It's like, congratulations on catching your Pidgey. Here is a piece of candy and Stardust. So <laughs> shaped like a Pidgey. Curious. So, I fed enough of this stuff to one of my Pidgeys, and it just evolved like into Pidgeot, uh, Pidgeotto. And then we both geeked right. out silently. Yeah, we, we, just, we, geeked about out we were talking about RTX. RTX. I was I was can that you happen. continue to feed it other Pidgeys? Yes. Or do you need to feed it I, other that, Pidgeotto? That's exactly what it has to do. So, it only took 12 to turn it into Pidgeotto, and now it takes 50. <laughs> Uh, Pidgey candies to turn it into Pidgeot, I mean, okay, so and that's is, a fucking. This that's is only the first of... release of the game, right? So there, there's a but, strong chance that they could also be rolling out features slowly. And also, catching fifty Pidgeys is fucking effortless. You just find a Pidgey and click on it, and you've caught it. Yeah, yeah. That, that part was kind of lame to me. But like, when you think about it in real, like, if we were to think about it more practically, walking around and trying to like. Imagine if you're like in a like a very busy area and then you find a Pokemon that you want to have to go through the battle sequence to like fight that monster. Although it would be super cool, wouldn't be as practical because it'd be kind of like, oh well, I'm in the middle of the street and I really want this they, Pokemon. I don't think they're going for practicality. There should then. be <laughs> something, I mean, I thought, anything that you have to do to make it slightly challenging like when to you catch think about them. A, yeah, I think about an a little puzzle yeah. or a little yeah, you get a puzzle mini game. Throw the ball to the Pokemon. It, it's it's basically like <laughs> throw it accurately and then touch it. <laughs> that is wow. that is the game. So basically, what we're what we're saying you gotta is gotta touch it the right way to catch it. I think because uh. it's Pokemon, there's like an alert, obviously, for those who are Pokemon fanatics, like I guess us. But at the same time, <laughs> at its core, it's dumb. <laughs> We yeah. expect a lot out I, of our, I, out of I, our Pokemon I, mobile games. I haven't been... I like, just wish the battling system was a little deeper than just... Because well, isn't it so literally just so deeper there is on the none. screen? So I can't... There is no, I, I know there's none now, but when they... I so yeah, previous, so hang like, on, so hang on. Battling is tapping so, on the screen, and that's it. But the thing is, so you can't battle friends, right? But it says that once you reach level 5, you're able to battle trainers and go to gym battles. I don't know what the actual battling is, and I can't do those yet because I'm only level 4. <laughs> but, uh... I'm assuming that it's like you're just fighting ghost people. Tap, 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 or tap, something. Tap. Yeah, I don't, I don't want know. ghost people. Yep. But I'm excited to see what that aspect of the game is. I mean, I'm having fun just catching shit. <laughs> I want literally the Pokemon game mechanics in my phone. This is this is me, Tomo. This is gonna get 
Like, like everybody's going to be like, this shit is amazing! And then they're going to realize that there's literally nothing and to it. Like, oh, and then you find, out totally that Nintendo, you find out that Nintendo is really just pandering to all Japanese people because they love yeah. everything So sick. Oh, dude, we just we just figured it out. Mitomo was gathering all of our information about the type of people that we are. Yes. Now Pokemon Go is tracking all of our locations. They oh! are trying to get every bit wow. of info out of the human race. You heard it here Except, first, ladies yeah. and Except gentlemen. Pokemon Go was actually made by the same company as Ingress. Oh, well, that makes sense, because no, they're the same game. It's still licensed by Ingress, but still... If like, you think that Nintendo is not right? clipping this data, like, yeah. They're just... I'm just saying, like, that's that that was DNA. Was the other, like, uh, Mitomo was DNA. Also, I'm just going to... And this is Niantic. You heard it here first, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm also going to throw this out yeah. there. The Nintendo. Somebody throw out the, the conspiracy the theory The characters in it look way too... Yo, you are normal. Japanese as fuck in this game. <laughs> Yeah, like Skurbo is straight oh, it's, Cloud it's Strife is like his dude. Yeah, but that's Pokemon Go is active. What? That's all of, Skirbo, that's all of Skirbo's characters. I love how you're like, this is lame. Oh my god, it's active. Well, I gotta, it. Oh, I want, oh, I'm definitely gonna try doesn't it. it. I didn't doesn't say it, it, be awesome. it murders your battery life though, right? I mean, if you uh, have I, I one had to charge those... my battery twice today. It melts your battery. Now, mind if you, you have, like, I had a it... 2015 phone. Losers. It is not. It is not currently available. It does not pop up when you type Pokemon Go in. I I clicked on Ingress and it was like, check out a similar game. Pokemon Go. No, it's, it's on the no, store. It's, but it's, it's, on the store, but it's not country. available in our country yet. Yeah, just download it from that link that uh, Cal yeah. provided. Like, a APK or you whatever. Gotta, yeah, you gotta fine. pretend to be in like Australia or whatever. I mean, whatever. I'm sure all of my, my, my credit card information from my phone is now in. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna wait till Friday. <laughs> you know, I like to live dangerously. Anywho, yeah, yeah. okay. All right, well, that, that's enough for what, Pokemon what Go for it? now. Yeah, we've been going for like an hour or 20. I think that last Pokemon stretch, that was uh, that was, that was good. It was like, a nice was closer. That was worth it. Well, guys, I want to thank you for joining me on episode 35 of the TZR Podcast. Everyone be sure to, to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and all that fun stuff. If you have any questions for the podcast, email us at podcast at com, And be sure to check out com for all of our sweet news, reviews, and editorials. Thanks, Mom. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. See you guys. We'll catch you later. Bye. Gotta Bye. catch them all.